It is January 31st, 2020. This is episode number 15 of the No BS Winners Podcast. I'm Brian Bonito with my partner, Scott Johnson. Scott, it's Friday before the Super Bowl. How are you feeling? Feeling good. Big weekend. Looking forward to uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Me too. Me too. Kind of getting excited about it now. Wasn't really excited at the at the beginning of the week just because I only focus on like that day's games. And I'm starting to get a little itch for it. I, I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, we'll get on to, to recap yesterday and all the good stuff we got going today. How can they find you on social media, Scott? Uh, my Twitter page is at Scojo AZ Sports. They can go to the podcast Twitter page at No BS Winners. Uh, my Instagram is Scojo Picks. Um, our YouTube page is No uh, BS Winners Podcast. Please go to that and subscribe. And for those listening and you don't have social media and you have a question for us, you can go to nobswinners at gmail.com. Go ahead and shoot us a question and we will answer it for you. And you can find me at my underscore bankroll on Twitter. Uh, for now, you can DM me. You can tweet at me. You can comment on one of my videos. We can have a discussion. We can do whatever uh, that's available to be done on Twitter. I would like you to do, if you don't mind, retweet, retweet, retweet this podcast. Retweet, retweet, retweet uh, mine and Scott's. Tweets, if you find them valuable, retweet, help us get the word out, help us grow a little faster than we're growing right now. We appreciate it. We're here for you. And if you have any questions, obviously, we're going to answer those on the show. All right, Scott, how did it go for you yesterday? It went really well. I had two different packages that I, I sold. And uh, the first one was a two-teamer, and that was uh, Eastern Kentucky and UTSA. Uh, I was going to play those you know, individually and together as a parlay. And UTSA uh, let me down there. They uh, they were tied at halftime. They let uh, UAB come into their house, dictate pace, slowed them down, and UAB ended up winning that in the second half. So lost that one. So that was bad. But I did have a three sport uh, three sport package uh, that I sold and swept that one. I had the Wizards minus four. I had Montreal uh, on the puck line plus two thirty, and nice. I had East, Eastern Kentucky minus four. So I hit all three of those. So uh, the people that bought that one swept and the people that bought uh, the other one uh, did not sweep. Uh, it was a one-on-one Eastern Kentucky. Or I mean, UTSA, like I said, did not uh, come through for me. So all in all, it was a good night and looking forward to the weekend, like I said. Fantastic. I had uh, several buyers and I, and I certainly appreciate, first of all, the support. They played all three of my games. I guaranteed a three-game three sweep. Three and oh, I guaranteed it over the next three days free. I swept the board with the uh, Atlanta Hawks plus the seven, BYU minus 13, Texas State minus 12 and a half. I don't like playing big favorites, but these were just too tasty to pass up, and we got easy wins in all three of them. So uh, happy clients, happy new clients, good night for myself, and we move forward to today. Okay, let's get uh, into the betting Q&A. What do you got for us today, Scott? Well, the first thing before we get into that, um, I had yesterday I wanted to recap something that we were talking about. Um, I had three or four DMs today. You know, I was talking about the free play yesterday and, and how to play that. So I got several questions today, and I was, I was trying to answer here and there. So I just told all of them. I said, you know what, we'll go ahead and just go over it again 
on the podcast. So when you go to an, we were talking yesterday, when you open an account on an offshore account, they usually give you free play. So, you know, it's usually dollar for dollar the first time you deposit up to, some of them will do up to 2000. So if you deposit a thousand dollars, they give you free play of a thousand dollars. They do that because, and that's $2,000. They roll you over 10 times. You got to put $20,000 in the play. That's what we were talking about yesterday. Right. And what I was saying, the strategy of using free play is if you just make straight bets, uh, let's say you're $100 better and you make, you know, nine bets. So you make nine straight bets, you go nine and oh. So it's $990 to win 900. You got $900, but you basically gave the book $90 back. So what I like to do is I like to take that free play money and play like two team parlays. Or play money line, you know, dogs. So right. play play a two team parlay, play a hundred dollars, it pays two fifty. You can play ten of those. That's your thousand dollars. If you hit four of them, you've got your thousand dollars. You hit five, now you're plus money. So you you want to play positive bets, anything that's plus money with that free play. So that's what I was saying yesterday is play play. You know, like I said, two. You don't want to go nuts and play like eight team and sixteen parlays, but you know, play if you like two teams, play them together. Play a hundred dollar two teamer. You know it'll pay you two fifty. Like I said, you do that ten times. You hit four of them. You've got your money. You got because you can't you can't get a thousand dollars if you're just playing straight juice games. I mean, if you're playing money lines, yeah. But if you're playing straight juice, you're basically just giving the book the money back. So you're giving it. You're giving them ten percent back. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I agree. Uh, so you want to create more, even more value based on what they're giving you because you have to roll it over so much. So. Right. Yeah, and that's the balance factor there, and I agree with you 100%. Look, for me and anybody who's listening, uh, you as a listener, when you handicap games, it would behoove you to try to find value, which would be with the dog. And then when you can find value with the dog, a lot of times you might see an indicator that you have a live dog, and that means the dog's going to win outright. And so you might have two possible bets there. You can lay the juice on the dog to get the points, and you can also play a lesser bet on the money line. So you can do that as well. And that kind of uh, helps things along also. So kind of a strategy I look for. I'm always looking for value with the dog. Again, I did play these big heavy favorites tonight just because the numbers looked so good to me. And, and of course, it, it, it panned out. Uh, Atlanta Hawks. Uh, on the money line would have been, uh, I, I believe, 240 or 260, whatever it was. I didn't play the money line because I, I just didn't. But bottom line is, Scott's right. Value, value, value. Look for value. And then more times than not. And, and you can lose more games if you're playing money line dogs, too. You can lose another game and still wind up with more more money. It's kind of similar to baseball because you have to play the baseball teams to win outright. Or you get a run line play. Um, so anyway, I don't want to get ahead of myself with the baseball. Just wanted to add a comment to what Scott said. Let's roll back into the betting Q and a Scott. Yeah. So, uh, one of the questions was, is it okay, you know, to pass on a day if you're doing this for a living? And the answer to that for me is absolutely. I mean, if you don't like anything, you don't force anything. So if you're looking at the day and there's, you know, some marginal plays here and there, and it's not a big card, then, yeah, there, you don't have to play it. Just just pass on the day and, you know, move on. So, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I don't feel like I have to play something every day or give something out every day. If it's, you know, especially if you're, you know, selling plays, you don't want to sell some half-assed play. If no, you don't, you don't. You know, if you if if you don't believe in it, you just send a, you know, send a text out, send an email. Hey, pass it on the day. Don't, don't like anything today. 
we'll be back tomorrow. So, yeah, funny story. Um, last Saturday night, so just been going hardcore, hardcore, hardcore the whole year since September. And so last Saturday night, I- I'm watching. Uh, it- it's it's late. I'm watching Limitless. I don't know if you ever seen that with Bradley uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. And it- so he takes the pill. And he's he's limitless. But I haven't I hadn't eaten a pizza in a long time. So I, I got a Walmart pizza and I, I heat it up. I put it in the oven and I'm watching that. And then I watch rounders. Right. So I'm watching these two movies and I'm eating pizza. I eat the whole medium pizza by myself. And, uh, and then I go to bed right next morning. My alarm goes off at like seven uh, because we didn't have to do the podcast. It's Sunday, but I was still going to go on. I was still going to work on some games and, and do things, but I just couldn't wait. I couldn't get out of bed. I don't know if it's because I eat too much pizza or what, or it just was like, like uh, almost like a mental crash. I was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm not getting up and I'm not, I'm not looking at any games today either. And so, uh, but I had looked, I had wanted to hit UNLV the night before. I, I just didn't get up on time for it. And so I stayed in bed till like noon, brother, and um, felt great afterwards. But it's just one of those days where y- you say, yeah, if you don't see anything, but I felt like not looking at anything. So it's that too. It's, so it could be anything. It can't, it's not just one thing. If you don't have the time to look at games, don't rush to play a game, skip it. If you're not seeing something, don't force yourself to do it. And if you need a break and you need to sleep in like I do, hell, you just relax for a day. Take a, take a, a one-day vacation from the games. So that's how I approach it. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, and the second question, and again, I'm trying to understand the question, but I'm going to read it the way it was written. Is it, you know, to be, um, to be the way it was written was to be profitable, don't bet blindly. And I, with a question mark, and so what I'm assuming they're saying is if you want to be a successful uh, sports better that you need to do your research, you need to, you know, you're either handicapping the games, studying the games yourself, or you're studying people that you can, you know, purchase picks from. So Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that that's what they're asking. I was kind of perplexed by that question, but yeah, it was like to be profitable don't bet blindly. So I'm assuming that's what he was talking about. Well, here's, here's my take on that. When you said that. So my view is this, look, let's say you like a team. The team's been covering. Everybody jumps on streaks, right? You're jumping on a streak. That's a blind, that's a blind bet. You're jumping on a streak or uh, like you said, so let's say that the home, the home teams in the, uh, in the big 10 or the big, is it big, big 10, right? The big 10 in basketball been covering a 58% of clip, uh, you're, you're betting blindly on that trend, kind of like uh, some of these other guys, you know, th- they have these trend machines and they're blindly betting, hoping the trend's going to hit again. And so they're betting an 80% trend that they put critical factors in there and it spit it out. And so now they're excited. They're, they're betting. That's a blind bet. So a blind bet to me is, yeah, you're betting the favorite blindly. You're betting the streak blindly. You're betting the trend blindly. You're not doing any research. You'll want to definitely stay away from that. If you can't decipher numbers, then either don't bet or, uh, Talk to somebody who does that can give you, a, you know, some kind of uh, indication of, of what he's looking at and, and why he might bet a side that you were going to bet in that game. So at least know what the hell you're doing. Don't bet blindly. Don't throw darts at a board. Don't close your eyes and throw a dart at a board while you're drinking a beer. That's just not good. That's a, that's not a good habit. So, yeah, no, exactly. And and then the last part of that question, um, you know, he was just asking, you know, are you are you a serious sports better or a recreational with a question mark. And I think what he's asking there is there's nothing wrong with being a recreational sports better. I mean, I used to go to Vegas, you know, every March for one week, you know, the first weekend of the tournament, we'd go there, 
And, you know, I would take, you know, a thousand dollars and, you know, I wasn't doing any research. I was just, you know, I'd watched basketball and, you know, this was when I was in my early twenties and I just figured, you know, I knew, you know, this team's going to beat this team. I think they'll beat them by that much, you know, and, and it was fun and you win some and you lose some and you have a good time. And if that, if that's what you're, you're doing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this. But if you're, you know, if you're looking to do this for a living or, you know, to supplement your income or, you know, have an additional income, then you need to be serious about it. And you need to be serious about it one of two ways, either get into the numbers, create your spreadsheets or create, you know, whatever formula works for you and be successful that way, or do your research, go to websites, go to Twitter, go to, you know, Instagram, find, you know, somebody that you, you think is good, somebody that can, you know, show you a profit and then follow that person. And I mean, me personally, I would just say, once you go with somebody, I would stick with them, you know, at least stick with them for, you know, two or three months, see if they can turn a profit for you. Cause if they're good, they will. I mean, everybody's going to have bad days. We, we say that all the time, you know, mm-hmm. like last night, you know, you, you're on the right side of a game, it goes overtime and sure. you, know, you get beat. I mean, that's it, it not because your handicap is bad. It's because, you know, it was just a bad beat. So, I mean, that stuff happens and you run bad. You know, I, I play poker It you know, I play poker and I, I, I know I played the hand right, you know, but once you play the hand right, there's still two cards to come or maybe one card to come and you get rivered. I mean, there's nothing you can do. You know, you had, you made the right call. The percentages are in your favor and it, now it's fate. You know, the card's going to get turned and sometimes you get beaten. Most of the time, if you are on the right side of it, percentage wise, you're going to win. And it's the same with sports betting. If you're on it, the right side, more times than not percentage wise, you're going to win. So, you know, like I said, nothing wrong with being a recreational guy, but if you're, if you're looking to be serious about it, and like I said, turn a profit, then you need to, um, do those two things that I, that I said, I, I would argue, um, I, and this is just from my view, my perch on, on this, I would argue that last night is, is, you know, when Fordham was, was getting six, they go to overtime, they lose by seven. They're playing an excellent game. They're an underdog. They're just played. They played a, a lights out game. I would argue that that's the only, uh, that's the right read. Okay. And, and I would say this, if you are an excellent number reader, then that's the only kind of game that's a bad beat because, um, you know, look, I misread. The, if I lose a game, I misread one of the teams. That, it, that's the bottom line. I'm, I'm just telling you straight up. I, I own it. I'm not going to make excuses. If, if, if like Bama yesterday, right, Bama, I had Bama scoring 77. They scored 76. I had LSU scoring 72. They scored 90. Misread LSU, game over. So total and side. No, maybe the total would have still been over. I don't, I don't remember what the total was. But bottom line is, you got to be dead honest and truthful with yourself and, and be realistic because you can't, you can't trick yourself into thinking, Oh, I had that right, but this happened and this happened and the refs did this. I mean, that's, that's fools. That's fool's gold. That's that, that is not going to work. That is not going to get you there. That is recreational thought process. You want to be serious. You want to be a serious better. Number one, you got to block out time, time to put in. You got to be serious about a structure. You got to put a structure in place. You got to be serious about the discipline you put on yourself to stay within that structure and do what you want to do, whether you feel like it or not. Because the mere process of sticking to a structure and following through and being disciplined with just with the structure alone is going to make you see things better, faster, more efficiently, and and obviously in the long run, it's going to make your bankroll bigger. So 
kind of keep that stuff in mind because, you know, if you're, if you're full of self-delusion, you are beat before you begin. And so yes. that's kind of, that's kind of the way I see it. And I'm very hard on myself. I, I make videos every day and, and I, I let you guys know what I'm thinking. And, and I really enjoy that, but I'm, I am hard on myself. I'm harder on myself than I am on anybody else. Uh, you know, the expectations I have for myself. And if I don't achieve them, like if I misread LSU, I'm like, what the hell, what the, what did I, what was I seeing? And I have to go back and check it out just because I can't let that shit go. I gotta, I gotta know. I gotta really know. So I'm kind of maniacal about it. But that's kind of my thought process based on uh, the recreational and and the serious guy, you know. Yes. It's kind of it's kind of like uh, if you, if you're a serious beer drinker, you're drinking every night. If you're just a recreational beer drinker, you have a beer every <laughs> once in a while. So if, exactly. If you're, if you're putting in time, you're drinking some fucking beer every night. If, you, if you're, <laughs> you know what I mean, so kind of gauge it like that. All right, let's move on to uh, the Super Bowl. Listen, I'm excited for this. Tell me your thoughts. What are you feeling about the, uh, about Sunday? Are you hyped about it? Are you just happy to see the game? You feel great about the sides. What do you got going on, Scott? Well, I you know, I looked at the game, and I did finally make my bet so um my my play is i took kansas city minus one um i i just think mahomes is going to be the x factor uh, i also put a, a bet on him to be the mvp and i also made a prop bet on Watkins. uh two bets on him one over three and a half recep- uh, receptions at plus 100 and then i also took the over 49 and a half yards and I got that one at uh, minus 105. So I think for me, I think Watkins is going to be the X factor in this game. I think San Francisco is going to try, try to take away Kelsey. I think they're going to try to take away Tyreek um, with, you know, the, so I think Watkins or maybe Hartman um, or maybe Robinson, but I think Watkins is the guy that I'm looking at to have uh, a big Super Bowl. Uh, I think he's, you know, I, I think he might even score a couple touchdowns. So, yeah, I, I, I like Kansas City in this game. I I mean, the score I'm looking at, I've got 37-27. That's uh, Kansas City going to win the Super Bowl. That's my uh, – and I hope that's right because I have squares and I have 7-7 seven, seven, and I have 7-0. Seven, so 7-7, seven, seven, I'm hoping for 37-27. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so right, 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 hoping, right. yeah. So that, those are my square numbers. So I'm hoping for 37-27. That would be great. So Right. Well, and you had, you had the, the prop on Watkins? Yeah, I've got the prop on Watkins. I've got the over three and a half receptions and over 49 and a half yards. Okay, now, now that, and that's awesome. Look, I'll go into my pick in a second. But real quick, I, I wonder, because I haven't looked at a prop sheet because I'm not going to bet any props for this. I, I have done it in years past, you know, gone undefeated because it, it's, it's kind of logical when these teams have a couple of weeks to prepare, they have to put a wrinkle in there. And so you're right, they're going to shut down Kelsey and, and try to shut down Ty- Tyreek Hill. I wonder what are the uh, what what are the odds on uh, on Watkins being the MVP? You know what I mean. So that's that's a possibility too, right? Catches eleven passes, uh, Mahomes gets bottled up, but but Watkins does some damage in the secondary. He might, you know, because you remember, uh, I think it was uh, was it Dion Branch for the Patriots caught eleven that year from Tom Brady, two thousand four, I believe it was. He was MVP. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, so so very possible that Watkins could get. I, I wonder what the odds are, and I haven't looked at it, but that just popped in my head as you're talking about it. That so I think, that would, I, didn't Edelman get it yet last year? He did, he did, yeah. yeah. So absolutely. So it's it's um yeah, absolutely. Tom was bottled up all day. Edelman was was just getting open all day, so he deserved it. Um, but Watkins would probably be a bigger a bigger uh, uh, odds on favorite, uh, uh, probably a bigger odds underdog to get the MVP 
than Edelman was last year because Edelman's a key cog in the in the offense and and Watkins is like like third. He's third in, in the offense. So, but for me, I'm I'm right there with you. I think Kansas City wins this game. I, a couple of things. First of all, I did look at the numbers. It's going to be a small play. I'm not going to go ballistic on this. I, I love basketball. Basketball is way more predictable. Who knows what a ref's going to do? Who knows might f- who, who might fumble something? So uh, that's not my, you know, right now with this game getting keyed on, I, I'm not, I just want to enjoy it without getting too uh, anxiety ridden and like you, you know, get mad at players for making mistakes there. I, you know, that would make me mad. So anyway, I think it's Andy Reid's time. I think uh, the way Mahomes has been playing the last couple of playoff games, the way he handles the pressure, they're down big, and he just maintains composure. That's why he probably will get the MVP. But, you know, Watkins would be my X factor to get MVP. You know, if you were throwing money on props, I would definitely put a, put a few bucks on him. Um, and so, you know, but I think Andy Reid's time. I think the Chiefs' offense is going well. I think they're playing well together. I think they believe in each other. I think even if they get down, they have so much belief what they did in the last two playoffs games that that it's not going to stop them from coming back and, and, and reclaiming the lead late if they have to. I love the 49ers pass rush. I'll be anxious to see that. As a matter of fact, I don't care which team wins. I'll have a small play in Kansas City just because I feel like it's their time. But if the Niners win, I mean, great. They're back in the, in the picture. It's awesome. Uh, and I love their defensive front, and I love watching them rush their back. So I like that, and I also like the over. I think we're looking – what's the over right now, 54, 56? Where's it at? Do you know? I, th- I think it, it opened at 52, and I think it's sitting at 54 or 55 right now, somewhere around there. Yeah, so I have a, a 34, 31, uh, 31, 28, three points, four points, like uh, early mid, mid, mid-20s, early 30s. And I, I would take the over. I'm not going to play it, but that's kind of what I'm predicting. We'll see how right I am on Monday. Um, so that's it. I kind of jumped around. Hope I didn't confuse you. I, I'm always concerned if I'm confusing the listeners because I do go back and forth. My mind works really quick on these things. Hope I didn't do that. Kansas City, minus one. I like that, and I do lean over, and I think it's Andy Reid's time. So we're going there. Uh, what, what do we got on tap for uh, today's games in uh, the NBA and also college basketball, Scott. Yeah, well, before we get into that, um, Devin Booker didn't make the All-Star game again this year. And I think, uh, you know, in years previous, I kind of agreed with it because, you know, a good player on a bad team. So, you know, maybe his numbers were stacked. But, you know, this year the Suns, they're improved. They're, I mean, they're still probably not a playoff team, but they're, they're playing better. And he's still, you know, their best player. He's putting up the numbers. Um, you know, his numbers are a lot better than some of these guys that are going. So I just think he got snubbed. I am a Suns fan, so I am a little biased, but I, I thought Devin Booker deserved uh, an all-star bid this year and he didn't get it. So I, I thought that was just kind of shitty. Right. Let me chime in on that real quick because um, I have had bets on the Suns and, and Booker just kind of flattened those games. He really let me down in, in, a, in a few of my bets on the Suns. Now I did take the Suns the other day against the Mavs and they, and they blew him out. But um I just think that uh, I, I think that you know he doesn't show up when you expect him to show. He's not he's not consistent enough. Like something's wrong with the culture of the Suns. Uh, you know he missed like that that day they went zero and seventeen in the first half with threes. It's like silly. Like you know what are you doing during practice, man? I, I just I think there's something wrong in there. There's there's like a, a mental hurdle he has to come over and he has to be more consistent yes he is the best player on the suns and that means he needs to, if he wants to be a star you got to show up every night 
you got to be an every night guy to, you know, on a, if you're on a non-playoff team, you got to show up every night all-star game. So I, I, I don't know his numbers. I don't know who's in front of him. I didn't check that. And I don't know their numbers. I'm just saying based on my bets from seeing him just feeling like Booker, what the hell are you doing, man? That's what I, I've said that a couple of times this year. So you're telling me this and I, and I didn't check on it. You're just, I'm hearing this for the first time. And that's why I'm chiming in. I I'm like, okay, you know, and I know you're a Suns fan. Look, I like the Suns. I was in Vegas for a long time. Love Steve Nash. You guys are right down the street from me when I was in Vegas. But bottom line is, I, I just don't think he's performing at a level where I'm saying, yeah, he deserves to be in. I, I can't say that unequivocally myself. Yo, yeah, no, I, and I heard a stat on there. I wish I would have uh, wrote the stat down because he was one of six. And I mean, he was in the likes of LeBron, Kobe, Michael. I mean, there was like only six people. And I wish I could remember what the stat was. But yeah, I, I think there's some, uh, Devin Booker hate out there. I know uh, Simmons hates him, Bill Simmons. Oh. Um, yeah, because he he was mad at him when he got the seventy points in Boston because uh, right. the coach at the time was like calling timeout. I, I did think it was kind of a bush league seventy, but he still put up seventy. But anyway, that that's my little uh, Suns rant. So I thought Booker got snubbed this year. Anyway, uh, Portland Lakers. Uh, Lakers favored by twelve and a half. We kind of talked about this yesterday. Uh, just I, 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 I think the Lakers are blowing them out. I honestly think that I'm not going to play the game, but I, I looked at it briefly because we were going to talk about it. And I think the Lakers are going to blow them out. I'm not going to play the game, but I just think the Blazers should get blown out. That's my thought. Yeah. And I think the Blazers are going to get blown out. And I think they're going to be okay with it. I think, I, I think the moment, you know, it's the first game for LA back there after the COVID tragedy. So I think the play, I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to lay down. I don't think any, you know, you're not a professional athlete and you lay down, but, I don't think they're going to be motivated. <laughs> so right, right. I, I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to be okay. So yeah, I don't know if I'm going to play that game uh, or not either. I probably watch it and just see what's happening with that. And then uh, we've got a college basketball tomorrow is a pretty light card, but we have a good game in the A-10 and it's VCU at Rhode Island right now. Rhode Island's favored by one and the over under is one forty-one and a half. And these are two of the top teams in the, in the A-10 and they're, I mean, they're evenly matched. I mean, their, their tempo, you know, they're about the same tempo team. They're about the same defensive team. Um, you know, Rhode Island won at home, you know, but VCU just went, uh, you know, they just played Richmond at home. And I think you were on that game. I was. And, uh, you know, they, they beat up uh, Richmond. I mean, I know Richmond's missing their, their best player. You know, he's been hurt for, you know, in a, in a bad stretch because they're playing Dayton VCU. Rhode Island, they're they're playing a lot of the better teams and they're missing their leading scorer. But um, I I don't really have a lean yet in this game. I mean, I've looked at it. I like Rhode Island at home, but I I, I don't even I, I don't really have a, a thought on this game yet. I haven't really gotten deep into it. But at first glance, I do like Rhode Island at home because I mean it's basically a pick 'em. So. I don't know if you had a chance to look at it or not. I, I glanced at it. Um, it. It's up in the air, and the game could be could go over, but I got to look closer. I, do, do not bet on what I'm telling you right now. I'm just giving you my first glance opinion. I have not dug in the numbers. I would never make a play without digging in numbers. Uh, I lean Rhode Island, and I, I lean over. Uh, but, again, that's not based on numbers. That's just based on first look, glance, and, and the information that I have, kind of an intuitive thing that I'm talking about right here. Going back to um, – before we go into the next game, the final game that we're going to talk about, I want to say this. The Blazers are, may get beat down tomorrow, but the Blazers are on an uptick. Look for them to stick to cover and win more games now coming up. So uh, that's kind of my anticipation for the Blazers. Same way I said the Hawks were going to start doing it, played the Hawks tonight, and they won that game. 
Uh, pardon me, played the Hawks last night. They won that game. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Let's go forward on, on the, ne- the last game. Yeah, and then I've got – well, there's, there's another game uh, in the Horizon League. I mean, we were going to talk about North Kentucky, Green Bay, but really quick, um, I was looking at uh, Detroit and Oakland. Uh, Oakland's at Detroit, and that's also a Horizon game, and Detroit is favored by two and a half. And um, I, I'm, I'm kind of leaning Detroit. I know you didn't look at it. I, I was just going over some numbers here, but I, I kind of like Detroit in that game, minus two and a half at home. Uh, Oakland's a good team, but I think Detroit's going to be uh, too much for them to handle. Then the other game in the horizon is Northern Kentucky at Green Bay. Uh, Northern Kentucky is a three-point favorite right now, and the over-under on that is 154 and a half. So didn't know if you got a chance. To yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, Oakland is not Oakland, California. Okay. This is no, Oakland. no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. That's in Detroit. Yeah. That's in uh, Michigan. Not in, yeah. It's in Detroit. I think they're just down the road from Detroit. Uh, they're in Detroit. I think it's, I, I think it's actually a rivalry, Oakland and Detroit. Gotcha. Gotcha. If I, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll make sure, make, make you guys clear. You understand that some, some people may know, some people may not know. Um, Northern Kentucky and Wisconsin Green Bay. So, uh, my thought on this game is I need to look at it, uh, but I do lean, uh, I do lean Northern Kentucky, uh, but again, that's just a look without calculating any numbers. So, but that's just kind of my thought right now. I, you know, whatever I'm going to do later, you guys will hear about it. Be on my timeline. Pay attention to that. I, I'll, I'll ask you before we, before we zone out here, I'm gonna go back to you in a second, Scott, but turn on alerts for at my underscore bankroll. That way you have all of my tweets. When they go out, you're getting an alert. You know that I'm tweeting. And if it's important, if these things are important to you, then, then you go back and you read it. You, you, you give me a comment and you, you like it. You help me keep it above, uh, keep it going so that other people can see it. But bottom line is, yeah, um, if you want to know what I'm doing later, p- make sure you turn your alerts on. If you want to know what Scott's doing, make sure you turn alert, alerts on for that. If you want to know what the no BS, when you want to know what the podcast is posted, Turn on alerts for at no BS winners and, uh, you know, just a uh, part me for no BS winners at no BS winners. Right. That's what I just said. <laughs> All right. Yep. Back to you, Scott. Well, no, it, in the Northern Kentucky Green Bay game, uh, I'm looking at the total in that game, 154 and a half. I, this is basically, I, I agree with you on Northern Kentucky. And I think Northern Kentucky is probably going to try to slow it because Green Bay is going to want to go. That, that's, that's who they are. They're up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, they put points up, they can, they can score. Um, and I think Northern Kentucky is going to try to probably slow this game down a little bit. I think it will probably still be played in the seventies, but I think it's going to be the lower seventies and it's probably going to be a tight game. You know, it might be, you know, 74, 70 or 72, 68, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's going to be Northern Kentucky's game plan. Now, you know, Green Bay can get hot. They, that, that game plan might get, <laughs> get thrown out the window because Green Bay can light it up from outside. So that's, they're a very fast paced team and a good shooting team. So mm-hmm. it, it's going to be a good game. I, like I said, I'm looking at the total and I'm leaning under there. But again, you know, got to do some more uh, work and, you know, I'll definitely have those plays out later uh, in the day. Yeah, we got seven NBA games, including the Lakers uh, Trailblazers that we just talked about. So I'll be looking at those again all my morning and early afternoon encompasses looking at numbers. Uh, so I, I do take glances at these games and I try to anticipate what might be coming and um, the evening before when we know what we're going to be talking about the next day. So uh, we appreciate you signing in, uh, tuning in today. And, um, Scott, let's sign us out. How can they find us one more time? Uh, they can go to my Twitter page, at ScojoAZSports. Uh, my Instagram is ScojoPicks. Uh, Instagram is going to be a lot heavier as of Monday because on Monday, 
my website will be opening scojopix.com. So you'll be able to go there, cruise the uh, website. Like I said, I'll have packages up there. I'll have videos. Uh, so that I'm, I'm excited about that. If it does change, I will, you know, I'll put a tweet out, let you know that it's going to be delayed, but it should be up and ready to go on Monday. And they can always, please go to the YouTube page, subscribe there. No BS winners podcast, subscribe to that. We're trying to get that page up and running. And if you don't have social media and you enjoy the podcast and you have a question, no BS winners at gmail.com, shoot us a question there. We'll be happy to answer it. And don't forget on Sunday, uh, I think we're up to, I think it's still not at 92. I don't think about any uh, other people, but there's still time to get into the uh, contest to have your name drawn. We will be doing that on Sunday. We will have the name of the person uh, on the podcast Monday, and we'll also be tweeting it out to let you know who uh, won that. So, and we'll have more, yeah, we'll have some more details on uh, Monday about, you know, growing the podcast and things that we're going to be doing to, to try to help uh, ourselves grow. I have one thing to say, first of all, again, find me at my underscore bankroll, but, but really the message I want to drive home now is retweet, retweet, retweet the contest, retweet, retweet the podcast, retweet anything that you feel is valuable. I don't care how many followers you have. If you feel it's valuable, uh, yes, I'm asking you to do me a favor, do Scott a favor, do us a favor, do the podcast a favor, retweet, we appreciate it. We pay it back. We pay it forward. We try to get you the best information. If you have a question, obviously something we haven't answered. If I'm talking too fast, I swing back and forth. Let me know. I probably can't stop, but I'll try my best for you guys. Uh, other than that, listen, enjoy the Super Bowl. This is the end of episode 15 of the No BS Winners podcast, and we'll see you on Monday.